To clay or not to clay? That is the question. Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is the DIY Detail Podcast. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into, is the clay bar still pertinent? Do you still need a clay bar? Or is the perforated synthetic decontamination towel the way to go? Why you shouldn't clay your car. Kind of a yeah. catchy title. And I wonder if folks might have some questions straight away. We're releasing this video to tell you about our perforated synthetic decontamination towel. It is back in stock. That's a big deal. But if you're listening to this in 2025, the facts are still going to be as pertinent as they are right now. And the reality is, Ivan, clay bars can mar the paint. They can also be beneficial. A lot of people still use them. And you helped develop this perforated decontamination towel. It's a synthetic decontamination towel. And I wonder if we could just start there. Yeah. So first of all, clay has been around for about 30 years now, and it's an abrasive. And we see this a lot in any Facebook group and on the comments, never clay a car without polishing it afterwards. Well, I'm in 100% agreement with that because clay will mar the surface. Clay will lightly scratch the surface. Our perforated synthetic decontamination that, by the way, we call it a clay towel. And the reason we call it a clay towel is because nobody searches for perforated synthetic decontamination towel. The way it's called in the industry is a clay towel. Whether it's a perforated, a flat perforated towel, a synthetic perforated towel, uh, any type of clay media or anything that's removing contaminations from the surface through mechanical action is considered clay in this industry. Even though there's no clay in it whatsoever. And actually clay towels or clay bars a lot of them don't have clay in them either. But that being said, it's called a clay bar for some obscure reason or a clay towel. But the difference, a clay bar, traditional decontamination bar contains abrasives. And no matter what you do, you can have the best lubricant in the world. You're still going to get some micro scratches there. Some of them are a milder clay and they finish off well. And unless you inspect it with a light or whatever, you're not going to see anything but they are abrasives. The PSD or perforated synthetic decontamination towel does not contain any abrasives. So using the proper lubrication, you are not going to damage your surface. And that is, as far as I'm concerned, the key difference. I encourage anybody out there who has doubts about this to actually just try it. Cause that's the way a lot of stubborn people out there are gonna learn. Some listen. Yeah. Some are going to have to learn themselves by doing, right? This is a very hands-on right. field. It's funny. We're sitting here talking about this on a podcast, but really you, the only way you detail your car is by using your hands and doing the work yourself. So you guys exactly. know what to do. Uh, go out there and try it. Because what I've done since we started the company is every once in a while, I will get the clay bar in my hand. Yeah. And I'll realize like my rotator cuff, you know what I mean? It, like, it, it gets tired. Like you, because you have such little real estate with that clay bar, yeah. That you're like, I'm doing a better job, even if I'm gonna polish afterwards. So like, I'm just gonna get real into the pores of this clear coat and get all the embedded contaminants out. And it's like it just takes forever. Like with the towel in fours, it's bigger than the size of your hand, yeah. And you're using no pressure, so you're not putting any pressure down, and you're just getting wider swaths of clear coat as you clay quote unquote that's the verb yeah but it, it really it's it's more enjoyable like it, yeah, it's, it's not more... just some marketing gimmick that we came up with of like use this product and your life will be better here you know give us your yeah. credit card it's like no get this towel 
wash it out with water, rinse it with water after you're done with your job, dry it perforated side up. It will last you hundreds of vehicles. It yeah. will help you get bugs off of your windshield and your front bumper on your maintenance washes. Like it's just so versatile and amazing. And and I really feel like the fact that it's less work on your shoulder is just kind of like the icing on the cake. Right. It's a lot physically. It's a lot less work. Yeah. And it does as good a job as a clay bar. Now, clay bar still has its place. Very limited place, but it still has its place. That place is overspray removal or really, really heavy contamination. We're going to be throwing that clay bar away after you're done. And when you have that overspray, when you have that really heavy contamination, you are going to be polishing afterwards. The perforated synthetic decontamination towel is designed as a maintenance item. Like you said, Nick, you know, taking the bugs off the front end of the car as you're washing the vehicle, just having it in your wash bucket. It's a nice, safe way of doing things. If you feel a bit of contamination, you can use it. And another question we get a lot, can I use this on a coated car? Well, the answer is yes. You can use it on a coated car. You can use it on an uncoated car. You can use it, you can use it every wash if you want. Don't. It's just a waste of your time. But you can if you wanted to. It's that safe. Now, safety implies lubrication. We need some form of lubrication with the towel. Just water is not going to do it. With water, it's going to be sticky. And it yes, it might actually mar the surface. That's because there's no water doesn't provide lubrication. We have a couple. Actually, we have uh, five ways of getting lubrication on there. So first of all, the most popular is rinseless wash. Rinseless wash by itself at 256 to 1 is enough lubrication. Wash your car, leave the rinseless on the surface, fold your towel, put it in your wash bucket, get it nice and damp, and you don't want to wring it out. You want to leave it wet. You want it so that when it's folded, if you happen to apply pressure somewhere, it's actually going to squeeze more lubrication or more rinseless wash out of the towel. And that is a another safety feature of the perforations in the towel. The next one we have is incredible suds. Incredible suds, if you like the smell of grapes, you are going to be extremely well served, but it is so slick and slides so easily. The towel just glides across the surface. And my favorite way of using it though is using iron remover. So you wash the car either with rinseless wash or the incredible suds and one spray of iron remover on the towel, one spray on the panel, deposit the towel where you sprayed on the panel and you're mechanically and chemically decontaminating at the same time you talk about decontamination and it always occurs to me there's someone out there who may be a little bit more on the beginner side yeah exactly heard of a clay bar they don't even know what we're talking about with a psd towel yeah i wonder if we can kind of meet them where they're at which is to say you know cars get washed you know there's a million chemicals out there there's a lot of marketing, but you don't quite know what clay is yet. And here we are telling you about this towel. Like, right. why do people clay in the first place, Ivan? Well, over time, contamination builds up on your paint. And no matter how often you wash it, you're still going to get that embedded contamination. And now, why re- is that? Well, why, if, you're, if you're washing it often, why are you still getting embedded contaminants? As we're driving, the, the biggest you know, contributor to embedded contamination is our brakes. As we're driving, there are extremely hot metallic little particles coming off the brakes. And because they're so hot and clear coat is a plastic, they're actually embedding themselves in the surface of that plastic. 
and washing is not going to remove them because they have a mechanical bond because they've actually melted themselves into the plastic a little bit. So that is one of the major contributors to contamination on a vehicle. Another one is just industrial fallout. There's some things that through the sun, once again, heat that mineral or that little speck of metal or a speck of soot for that matter gets heated up by the sun and lightly makes its way into the clear coat. It's not going to go all the way in. It's just stuck on the surface. And no matter how often you're washing your vehicle, you're not going to get it to come off of the surface. So that's where it becomes important to decontaminate your vehicle. And that contamination, you can feel it a couple different ways. The old school way of doing it is taking a very thin plastic, like a plastic bag, and just lightly going over the surface after you've washed it and you'll feel the contamination because the plastic amplifies your your feelings uh your sensory feelings the other way of doing it is using a credit card and just lightly holding the credit card between your two fingers no pressure whatsoever and just gliding it across the surface and you will feel and hear the contamination it's quite impressive that's what needs to be removed how often really depends on how you store, drive, use, wash, maintain your vehicle. Someone that's parked outside in the street 24-7, drives 100 miles to work every day, you're probably going to need to decontaminate your vehicle every two to three months. Someone that stores a car in the garage, only takes it out on the weekend to go to Cars and Coffee, maybe the odd little ride here and there to go get an ice cream, they might go years without needing to decontaminate their vehicle. So it's a really, like Nick said, it's a feel thing. And this is an audio podcast. It's sort of hard to put that across. That's why the plastic bag or the credit card is going to give you the the indication whether you need to decontaminate or not. So you mentioned heat and clear coat and how contaminants bond in that way. But I feel like even in the wintertime, the paint gets pretty rough. And so oftentimes does, yeah. I'll do a maintenance wash. I'll use our perfect synthetic decontamination towel. And for me, it's not always that I know that I need it. It's almost like a check at the doctor's office. So as I yeah. use that perforated synthetic decontamination towel, the PSD towel, on the paint after my wash with rinseless wash or incredible suds as my bed of lubrication, I'm going for that tactile feel, Ivan, of do I feel anything? And if so, I just kind of know it's time to hang out there. And if not, my paint's in pretty good shape. Like it's almost yeah. one of those things where you talk about cleaning windows sometimes, you do it with your eyes closed. Yes. You can sort of feel where it needs to happen. You get a real feel for the the condition of your clear coat when you use that towel. Exactly. Like you said, Nick, feel is a very important part of it. And when you feel you need to decontaminate it, just do it. It's not a long process. It's not difficult. With the clay bar, we had to do a little section and then knead the clay bar to get the a clean surface to the, the front of it again and then do it again and again. Whereas the towel, it's quick, it's easy, it's simple. It doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't add really, you know, more than five minutes to your wash process. So it's a very simple, quick way of doing things. And like I said, doing it more often is not a bad thing. With a clay bar, doing it often, it is a bad thing because every time you're braiding away some clear coat. And another question we often get, is this going to remove my wax? Is this going to remove my sealant? Is this going to damage my coating? Well, the answer is no. If you are using best practices, so using proper lubrication, so rinseless wash, incredible suds, iron remover, 
ceramic gloss or quick beads. And we'll get into those last two in a second. But with proper lubrication, you're not going to be damaging the surface. The towel will literally just glide across the surface. And for lack of a better term, you're plucking the contamination off of the surface into the towel. And as soon as you put it back in your bucket of rinseless or, or incredible suds, it's releasing those contaminants back into the water, giving you nice, safe surface to start over again. I'm big on the don't overthink it. Just trust yeah. the process and the system that we've come up with. But if I know one thing, it's about detailers. It's like most of us are wired to overthink it. That's why we're detailers. Yeah. That's why we love do what we do. And we take such pride in the results we get. Exactly. So, that almost sounds not satisfactory enough that the contaminants are getting plucked into the pores of this towel. How do we know they're going into the pores versus riding on top of them? How are they not scratching the paint? You know, how do I know when it's time to redunk the towel into the, into the bucket? Like to the people who have those questions, what would you say, Ivan? It comes down to trusting the science, but oh, if you're concerned, then it's time to redunk. If you don't have any concerns, uh, an example, you'll, you know, a lot of times the major areas of contamination are either on the top surfaces or below the belt of the car. So, you know, the sides of the doors, the bottom of the doors, right behind the wheels. Those are the major areas of contamination. Safety in using the perforated synthetic decontamination towel comes down to feel and intuition. And I know this is hard to relay over a podcast, but if you feel that, mm, I, is this time to change sides of the towel? Then it is. Just go with your gut. And if you want to do one pass, flip the towel, do another pass, flip the towel again, that's fine. But you'll, you'll see that you don't need to do that. The most contaminated areas of the vehicle are normally either the top surfaces or the very lower surfaces of the vehicle right behind the wheels. Those are the ones that get the most abuse. And on the top surfaces, like a hood or a roof, you're going to go at it. And one thing that I don't think we stress enough with the perforated synthetic decontamination towel is no pressure whatsoever. Applying pressure actually makes it work less efficiently. The less pressure you use, the better it's going to work. The less pressure you use, the better you're going to decontaminate your vehicle. And the less pressure you use, the faster it's going to work. And I know that's very, very counterintuitive to any human being. It's like, well, if a little bit of rubbing is good, then a lot of rubbing is better. This that's isn't the I case. Feel. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I think when, when you mention common sense, it's the same thing as uh, rinseless washing, right? Yeah. When you tell people, if you think you should bring the hose out to do a pre-rinse, on this car before you do rinseless wash, then do it. Yeah. Right. Just trust exactly. your instinct. You don't have to be a rocket science. You don't have to be Ivan. You don't have to be a professional detailer to just look at that paint and be like, am I going to scratch this if I do it this way? If that doubt enters your mind, then yeah. take the extra safety precaution because exactly. you're ultimately the final quality control check on the front lines. We can just help you learn what we know and help you use that mind and, and kind of kick in that critical thinking part of the brain. Cause that's always going to help you. Cause there's always going to be stuff that comes up. And then right. with like bug guts, if you're using the decon towel for bug guts, yeah, big chunks of bug guts, you probably want to dunk that or switch sides of that towel more frequently than when we're talking about contaminants that may be visible to the eye on white paint. Maybe uh, they just yeah, feel they're very rough, rarely right? visible. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where the nuance comes in there. 
Right. And, you know, visible that you bring up a good point, especially white paint. We mentioned using the towel with iron remover and a lot of people are confused by that or they uh, let's say they, they push back. And the reason they're pushing back is most companies have sold you iron remover that you spray it on the surface liberally. You just get doused the surface with iron remover and it's going to stink. Uh, then you just let it sit and dwell. Well, letting it sitting and dwelling, all fine. You see those beautiful purple streaks everywhere. It looks like it's doing something. In reality, it is doing something, but it's not doing what it should be doing. Iron remover does not break down iron. Iron remover breaks down rust. And if we look at that, that hot molten piece of metal that came off your brakes and embedded itself into the paint, so it's stuck to the paint, it's there. What's happening after that is water is getting there, humidity, and it's causing a rust stain. And we don't see the rust stain on a dark car, but we see it on a white, on a silver, on a light color car. We see that rust stain. The iron remover, the liquid, the chemical, when we spray it on, is actually not attacking the iron, it's attacking the rust. And it would better be termed a rust converter than an iron remover. But again, we're, uh, we're new to the industry. We're not the ones that came up with these terms. So we're going with the term iron remover because that's what everyone knows it as. But what's happening is you have that stain that's there and then the ball of iron. And eventually that ball of iron is going to rust away, causing a bigger and bigger stain. But what we're doing is helping it. So the perforated synthetic decontamination towel is coming along. It's well lubricated it's plucking that piece of iron away from the paint. Now, all the iron remover has to do is deal with that little bit of staining that's left. It doesn't have to work around that iron ball. It doesn't have to magically try to lift that iron ball off the surface. And one test you can do at home is very simple. Take two panels or the back end of your vehicle. The back end of your vehicle is always the worst when it comes to contamination when it comes to especially iron contamination, because the, the vortex that's created back there, the brake dust just yeah, seems to be attracted to the, the rear end. So if you've got an SUV or a car, or pickup truck, whatever, separate that panel in two and do two different operations. On one side, spray on the iron remover, just let it dwell and hose it off. On the other side, Use our technique, which is one spray of the iron remover on the towel, one on the panel, and decontaminate that section and let it dwell a few minutes. For us, the dwelling happens afterwards. So as you're going around the car, it's dwelling. Come back to it, rinse off both sections at the same time. So you've done the one side that you just sprayed on, the other side that you did the decontamination towel with. Let them dwell however long you want the first one to dwell, then rinse them off dry it off, it looks good. Spray on the iron remover again on both sides and you'll see the side that you just did the iron remover on and you didn't do the decontamination towel is going to pop red a lot more than the other side. And iron remover never really removes all of it. There's always gonna be a, another tracer behind. So, and unless you're doing multiple and multiple and multiple applications, which sort of counterproductive, the first 10 seconds of polishing those stains are gone anyways. Once you've removed that little molten ball of iron, or it's not molten anymore, but once you've plucked it away from the surface. 
So would you say it's better to use the decontamination towel and do no pressure? Sometimes it takes 10 passes of no pressure. You think it's supposed to take three. It takes 10. Just yeah. have patience. Don't use pressure. You're not going to mar the paint. Right. And if for some reason on white paint where it's very visually clear what's happening, that little orange dot doesn't disappear. Instead of grabbing a clay bar, would you say just do a quick polish pass to remove that stain? Yeah. And also, clay bar is not going to remove that stain either. The only way a clay bar is removing that stain is it's using abrasion to remove it. So you're sanding it off basically using the clay bar. And you're, you're leaving not something that needs to get polished anyway because you've exactly. played hard enough to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But using the iron remover with the PSD towel, you are going to eventually wear that or break down that stain using both mechanical and chemical action. Patience is definitely the key when you're using the synthetic decontamination towel and iron remover. And one of the strategies I've often used is if I know one section is going to be really bad, which is generally right behind the front wheel, right behind the back wheel, those are the worst sections, do them first, then do the rest of the vehicle and come back and do them again. But maintenance is key and maintenance is something that is going to make your life a lot easier. Maintenance is something that makes it so you're never letting your car get to that point. And the vehicles that we've done on, on our uh, videos are vehicles that weren't really taken care of. And that's why you had that heavy accumulation. But if you're doing a regular maintenance, if you're using the iron remover, let's say every three to six months, you'll never have that heavy accumulation. You'll never have that spot that you need to polish out. But worst case scenario, quick pass with the gold standard and it'll be gone. Never use water spot remover as your clay loop. No, water spot remover, all clean, uh, tree sap remover. They're all going to destroy your decontamination towel. So you don't want to use those. But we have two more that you can use and should use and are fun to use. And that is quick beads and ceramic gloss. Because what you're doing now is you're decontaminating. So you're using your rinseless wash or your incredible suds as a base. Then what we're doing is adding a spray of either quick beads or uh, ceramic gloss, one to the towel, one to the panel, and using the towel as an applicator for the protection. But we're also using the protection as a lube for the towel. And it really makes for a fast, easy, simple way of getting excellent protection on your vehicle. And at the same time, if you have a ceramic coated vehicle, well, it's just giving it a little extra gloss, a little extra pop, making it clean and bringing the characteristics that you love so much of your ceramic coating back to the forefront. This is another one of those times where if someone messages me, I would just kindly tell them not to overthink it because there's so many questions I have, Ivan. If quick beads, for example, is a spray and rinse ceramic sealant, right. then why would I use it as a lube and not have to rinse it off? If I am putting ceramic gloss on my decontamination towel, Ivan, and then yep. I'm agitating on the surface, what's actually happening? Like if my towel was just rinsed out with water, am I diluting the ceramic gloss? Like, is it staying on the paint? Is it going into the towel, right? There's so many questions people have. So right. to those folks out there, uh, could you just explain to them like using this as a final protection step with the towel? Like what questions do people have? What can you kind of say to help answer some of those? Well, first of all, you know, the question of, 
What's it doing to the ceramic gloss? It's not doing anything to the ceramic gloss. It's not breaking it down because there's no abrasives. So don't worry about it. And like we've said, unfortunately, this is one of the things you have to try to believe it. And trust me, everyone who tries it, it becomes an instant fan of the process. Uh, and especially, especially professional detailers, because now you can provide a really high quality, quick service to your customers that's profitable for you and your customers love the results. So after you've washed the car. Yeah. If it's incredible suds, you have to flush the incredible suds off first, right? No, leave it there as a loop. And then are you flushing it after? Because you need, so the, the quick beads or the ceramic gloss is not enough lubrication by itself. So if you're using incredible suds, then quick beads is the better alternative. So we're using quick beads. We're going to be doing the decontamination with the towel and using quick beads as a lube and then rinsing it off. But you're going to be doing it panel by panel. Oh, so you are going to do a final rinse. Right. Now, Whereas with ceramic gloss, after yeah. rinseless, you don't have to rinse. Right. Now, if you're using it, to me, the especially for the professional detailer, using this with rinseless wash is by far the most efficient, simple, and quick way of doing it. And especially if you're working in the sun, because now you can actually do it panel by panel. You don't have to do the whole car in one shot. You can literally do this as a precision, uh, you know, precision way of doing it as one panel at a time. So an example, start with the roof. Rinse us, wash the roof, flip your sponge, go over it again, just to make sure you've removed the grit that can possibly be there. Then the decontamination towel, one spray of ceramic gloss on the towel, one on the panel, decontaminate it, apply your ceramic gloss at the same time, and then dry that panel and you are done. That's it. That panel is finished. It is now glossy. It is now protected and decontaminated all in one step. I'm even thinking of a precision way to do it with a hose. Is like yeah. get a garden hose and put it on the shower setting. So you're not yeah. going to get a ton of overspray. You have a light ability to flush a panel. But yep. it's not so much water that it's spraying everywhere and you just kind of keep it controlled. Exactly. That way you could just like boom, boom, boom. You don't need a fancy pressure washer and you could use our rinseless wash method, which the major benefit, as we all know, is yes, you can rinse on the front end. You don't have to rinse at the end. And as you said, rinseless wash as the bed, ceramic gloss as the lube, PSD towel, and you're done. I yeah. Anyone who's tried this just falls in love with the process because it's so simple. It's easy. It's effective and you get great results. And unlike waxing a vehicle, you're getting it everywhere. You're doing the windows, you're doing the trim, you're touching every surface and the decontamination towel on your windows is amazing. Combine it with the ceramic gloss or the quick beads and your windows are going to bead water like crazy. It's going to be safer driving. Uh, it's almost like putting a glass coating on, but it's not going to last as long as a true ceramic coating, but you're going to get a couple months out of it for a lot of people. I think the perforated synthetic decontamination towel is such a great investment in your detailing arsenal. Like the legacy sponge will last you longer. And the only reason I'm saying that is because if you fold this towel together, like perforated side together and it gets sticky, that's where you can end up ruining the towel. So obviously just flush it out with water when you're done, yep. dry it flat or along the side of your bucket, right? Clay side up, decon or yep. perforated side up. But like the legacy sponge is pretty bulletproof. What I mean by yep. that is like, like you can't really mess that one up. So I think the legacy sponge is probably the thing in our arsenal of like 
10 years from now, you just like set it in a corner of your garage as long as you don't like leave it growing mold or something like yeah, it's going to be good. But this towel will last you forever. Like price per use, like it is such a good investment that it's almost right. a no brainer. Definitely. It's going to last a long time. It's, uh, you know, well-maintained like anything, you know, yeah. don't maintain something, you know, throw it in a lump in the corner of the garage. It's not going to last a long time. How many, how many washes do you realistically think a, a legacy sponge could get you? How many cars? Uh, in our <laughs> thousands, uh, when, when well maintained, uh, same thing with the towel, uh, in our shop, you know, previous iterations of the perforated synthetic decontamination towel that I designed, they lasted for almost a year. And one but thing with daily people, use with daily. Yeah. With yeah, like yeah. 20 to 40 cars a day. Right. So they lasted a long time. But that being said, People have asked, what's the difference between our towel and other perforated synthetic decontamination towels on the market? And it comes down to the towel itself. So ours is just a little bit thicker. It's a little higher GSM. But also the the clay or the decontamination surface itself, we have the least aggressive possible. So yes, you might have to do an, an additional little pass here and there. But again... The whole reason for this is for anyone to be able to do this without damaging their vehicle, without causing streaking, without causing marring. And we went with the mildest formulation possible. With that said, to end this chronologically sort of reversed here, if I were to get this towel, the first thing I should do is break it in. And we're doing this last in the podcast. Yeah. I've been walking me through the how to break in my towel steps. Maybe folks have listened to this whole podcast. They're like, all right. You sold me. I'm going to go to DIYdetail.com. I'm going to get the much anticipated towel that's been out of stock for at least a month because people love it so much. Yeah. I'm about to place my order, but when I get it, what do I do with it? How do I break it in? Well, actually our towel, uh, this latest version, you don't need to break it in. That being said, it's always a nice little safety factor to do so. And breaking it in is very easy. This is the only time we're going to authorize you to use a bit of pressure on your towel and do it on glass. So start with the towel, get a nice lube, nice and wet, fold it in four, and just on your windows, just a little bit of pressure, not much, and do all four sides, and then you're good. And basically what you're doing, you're not breaking in the towel. Uh, there used to be a sort of a film on it for shipping. We've changed the container. We've changed the way of shipping it. So that film is no longer being put on. But nonetheless, it's still a good safety feature to do that little bit of a uh, little bit of work up front and you want to decontaminate your glass anyways. Well, I, I like it too. As is, I, cause I, I, I'm aware that we've made some of those changes, but I think it's good for people to practice first on their glass. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. you can't really mess up glass. Listen, if you put enough pressure and there's maybe something stuck under that towel or like more likely on your glass, yeah. you can scratch your glass. So don't just be like, Oh, I haven't said I could use pressure. But I think it's good having it dunked in your rinseless wash bucket or your incredible size bucket first, yeah. right? Let let make sure it's been soaking in there and it's got it's got liquid in there. If you push hard, right, more more yeah. of that liquid comes out. It's good to practice on the glass before exactly. you touch your paint. Yeah, it's more forgiving. So right. And one other thing, I've seen people use the towel flat, so not folding it. It's actually designed to be folded. We want you to fold it. The folding is not going to damage the towel, and what it does, it provides less chance of you marring because of pressure points because if you have it just as one layer and you put your hand on it your fingertips are exerting a little more pressure than the palm of your hand but folded in four 
Now we have a lot more absorbency, a lot more thickness to spread that pressure out. Last question is, if they've dried it properly, what should they do to store it? Because I'm always using it. So I'm just like, I just kind of, I fold it on the top of my bucket. Now, someone recently said they used parchment paper and they put parchment paper on top of it because parchment paper doesn't stick, right? We know how to cook. Um, yeah. And then they, I think they slid it in like a plastic bag, but with parchment paper on top. Like, what what tricks do you have in terms of like, I may not be using this for a month. What do I do with it? Once it's dry, roll it back up and put it back in the container we shipped it to you in. Oh, so smart. See, once I unroll it, I never roll it back up. And so I yeah. just got to keep the container if I'm the guy at home. Exactly, yeah. Man, this is what you stuck around for, everybody. The DIY Detail Podcast, Ivan LaCroix dropping knowledge bombs as always if folks want to learn more about the uh, the psd towel we have a whole playlist about it and that ivan is going to be right here see you in the next one